Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Brother Justin Cooper coming today from somewhere along the Revival Trail. My, what a privilege it is to have you join us for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. Today we're going to move from chapter 22 into chapter 23 of the book of Genesis. And I look forward to studying this new text with you. And if you're tuning in today, you're getting in on the ground level of our new chapter here in this opening book of the Bible. I've said it before, it's so important that you and I, as God's people, have a good grip on the book of Genesis because it is the beginning point, the starting point of the scripture. And we find in the very first verse that powerful, declarative, unmistakable, settling statement in the beginning God created and that's where it all begins and that's the end of the story God is God is the creator God is God just as the Bible portrays him to be and everything runs from God downward it does not run from evolution upward it goes God downward God is the creator of it Oh, if you have missed any of our prior Bible studies in this book or the other books that we've gone through, all of those have been archived and are available for you via our podcast. Our podcast is found on Spotify and Apple Podcast. It's entitled Striving for Revival. You can type that in on a Google search, and it'll come up first there on the search results. And for free, just have access to all of that content, and it's out there for you to use and glean from if God will use it. And uh, you can take that, and uh, maybe God will use it for you as you prepare to teach Sunday school or your own personal Bible studies, and that's all we do. We just go through these verses, verse by verse, and we give the, um, the, the meaning and the intent behind it and make an application for our own lives. Now, in Genesis 20. We read the story of Abraham and Isaac on Mount Moriah and how God reaffirmed his promise to Abraham to make of him and through him a great nation. Now as we move into chapter 23, we begin our reading in verse 1. And Sarah was an 107 and 20 years old. These were the years of the life of Sarah. And Sarah died in Kirjath Arba, the same as Hebron, in the land of Canaan. And Abraham came to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. Now, that is very straightforward, just information. But there is something to understand here. Abraham and Sarah have a story together. In fact, we've studied and read their story, and God has brought them from a humble beginnings, and God called Abraham out of Ur and sent him out and uh, gave him the promise, the Abrahamic covenant, and brought him into the land of Canaan. And they've had different uh, uh, sorrows and different victories, different defeats, different joys, different burdens. And they've borne children together. They've wept tears together. No doubt they had prayed together. They have a life together, a story together, and now Sarah's passed away. And the Bible says Abraham, her husband, comes and he mourns and he weeps over her, and he stands there next to her grave. And I want you to think about that, not to be morbid or to bring a solemnity to the broadcast today, but you do know that if Jesus does not return, that one of these days we will go by the way of death, and so we'll all of our loved ones. 
Now, maybe you'll go before, but maybe you'll go after. Maybe you're listening today and you know what it is to bury a spouse, their body. We know their soul, their spirits with the Lord, but their body, you've planted that body in resurrection soil waiting on that day of rapture when the Lord comes back for the church. And you know what it is to sit there and look across the living room and see a recliner that used to be full and now it's empty, or a couch that used to have your uh, loved one sitting there and now she or he is gone. You know what it is to eat meals alone and to shower and get ready for bed and lay down in a lonely bed because your partner, your spouse, is not there any longer. And I would say you could preach this better than I, but you no doubt would join in the sentiment You ought to enjoy your loved ones while you have this life together. I want to challenge you today. Don't waste it. Don't squander your time. Don't uh, spend it unwisely, but redeem the time with your loved ones. Uh, You won't have that wife forever. Maybe you're a little older now, and you've been married a while, and you say, well, the honeymoon's worn off. Well, why don't you think back to when the honeymoon was on? Uh, Think back to when you first saw her, or you first saw him, and uh, the way that made you feel, and your first date together, and the events of life that you enjoy, the newness of everything, finding out their favorite food and favorite color, and if they like this hobby, or that hobby, or this sport, or that team, or whatever it might be, and you learned about their family. Remember that the first time you went to their family, got to meet their parents and the crazy aunt and the <laughs> the annoying uncle and all the little kids running around. Remember that? Well, listen, that time goes quickly. Here's one thing I know. Time stops for no man, and it runs faster than you can get ahead of. And I want to challenge you today. Abraham came to a time when his wife passed on. She left this life. She went off into eternity. There'll be a day when you'll stand by the grave of a loved one as well. I've been there with those that went to our church and attended uh, different churches where I've ministered and I've performed funerals and in my own family. And I've stood there and I've sorrowed and I've watched others sorrow. Thank God, not without hope, but still yet it hurts and it's hard. But today, listen, you get to go home and that chair is not empty. And you get to go home and uh, the couch is still occupied. And when you sit down to a meal, that meal will be prepared by one that cares about you or you'll get to share that meal with one who provides and loves you. And you'll go to bed tonight. You won't have to lay there alone, but you'll hear the snoring of your obnoxious husband. Say amen right there. He'll be right there by your side. I'm saying this. Enjoy it. Enjoy your children. I was thinking about this the only the other day. Our, our children are only in our home for such a brief amount of time. Our little boy, while I record this, he's already six, and he'll be seven in two months. So that means we only have about maybe 10 to 11 years of him at home. A decade. We have a decade left with Lincoln as a child in our home before he'll turn 18 and go off and begin to carve out life. I don't want to miss that. And I miss a lot because we travel and we preach and we're busy. But you know what I mean. I don't want to take time and just throw it to the wind and say, you know what, I could have taken him fishing today, but I was tired. Or we could have we could, we could have gone and, and shot basketball, but I wanted to sit on the couch. No, let's take advantage of it. One of these days, we'll wish we had those moments back. Don't waste your time. It'd be better for you to waste money than to waste time. It'd be better for you to uh, to waste uh, uh, to, to to waste food than to waste time. It's amazing we get all these statistics on well this much food Americans waste this much food a year or they extravagantly spend and waste this much money every month. Well, that's horrible. You ought to be you ought to be a good steward of everything God's given you. But worse than that is your time. All of us have an appointment 
with God. It is appointed unto man once to die, and after this the judgment. I don't know when my appointment is, and I don't know when your appointment is, but I know you have an appointment, and I know I have one as well, and today might be the last day, or tomorrow might be our last tomorrow. We don't know that, but I'm saying as we have opportunity, let's take advantage of that opportunity. The Bible tells us here, Sarah lived a long time. She was 127 years old, but she did die, and I don't care if you live 80 years, it'll still feel like it was a flash. I don't care if you've been married 40 years. You'll look back on it when it's not when your spouse is no longer here and say it went by so quickly. I don't care if your child is six. I promise you, you'll blink and they will be 16. And today, as we start this chapter, we can learn and see this fact of life portrayed right here in the text that you and I need to take advantage of the time we have left with those that we love. Maybe even today, schedule time in. If you're so busy for too busy for family, you're just too busy. Schedule family in. Schedule your loved one in. Schedule your spouse in. Make sure there's a date night. Make sure there's a family time. Make sure there's meals together at the table. And I know you say, well, that sounds old-fashioned. No, that just sounds uh, like good old-fashioned. Yeah, old-fashioned. That just sounds like a decent existence, a good life to me. Enjoy your loved ones while you have them. Well, we'll get into this text further as we study next broadcast, and there'll be other things we can apply, but how important that is. And some of you listening today, God bless you. You're still pressing on, even though maybe you're alone or your children have moved out and there's an emptiness there. But listen, I'm glad that Jesus can fill the void, and I'm glad fellowship with God can meet that need. But for those of you listening who you have access to your loved ones, they're still there. You can have get-togethers. Don't neglect it. Don't put it off. Don't say some other day. Make sure you invest that time. Redeem it wisely when it comes to your family. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Until next time, pray with me for Revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.